Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Keep Calm and Cope CoronaCast. I'm so excited today because all the girls are in the house. Woohoo! <laughs> we've got Lindsay Griffiths, we've got Katie Barnard, and we've got Marcy Shunk joining me, Susan Freeman, today to have a, a really good chat about the little things. So Katie's hosting today's call. Katie, why don't you take it away? Absolutely. Thank you, Susan. Um, you know, this really came to me last night. Um, I was watching one of my new guilty pleasures, 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> and my husband just had this like visceral reaction and it really, really bothered him. And it was one of those like, are you really this upset about 90 Day Fiance? And then just kind of thinking about the role now, the amplified role that some of the little things have in our lives. Because our worlds have gotten a lot smaller over the past four months. You know, we're going fewer places, we see fewer people, we have fewer options. Um, and thinking about the little things, you know, there are so many cliches from don't sweat the small stuff to, you know, it's the little things that become the big things, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but in this, you know, new place we're in where all the big things, pandemics, recessions, social unrest are completely unmoored, um, you know, kind of thinking, what is the role of the little things in our lives? So it's kind of starting off wanting to talk about our, our smaller worlds these days. And selfishly, this is a chance for me to check in with the three of you as well. You know, I'm, I'm confident that none of us is, is out there hitting the casinos right now. <laughs> um, but depending on where we live, I think, you know, a lot of the shelter in place orders have relaxed a bit here in mm -hmm. Kansas City. It seems almost back to normal. Um, although I think most of us are using an abundance of caution. So just, you know, from what we have, Texas, we have New Jersey, we have California, and we have Kansas on the line. Um, where are you going right now? Um, how many places would you say you're going in an average week? I'm going upstairs. I'm going downstairs. <laughs> I'm going to the garage. I'm going to my hot tub. Yeah, we're not, we are still, the numbers are going up in California. So we are wearing our masks. It's mandated. Although I'm not stupid, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, we are actually, we have a trip set for Healdsburg because the wine country is open because it's so spread out and you're outdoors. So we're heading to Healdsburg July 17th, but that'll be the first time we've left the house except for our Sunday trip to Lowe's that y'all know about. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's reporting in from California. Here's what's happening. The numbers are going up. Okay. So Susan, so Susan, you're going upstairs, downstairs in the backyard and then to Lowe's. And to Lowe's. Yeah. Okay. All right. Important. I think I make three trips a week and uh, two of those are to the physical therapist. So um, I still am not going to the grocery store and that's in part because I'm making other trips. So I, I'm, I'm doing basically what you're talking about, Katie, which is limiting what I'm doing overall because I want to have more caution. I know a lot of people in New Jersey, because things have opened up, really are sort of throwing caution to the wind. Um, they're tired of staying inside, so they're doing going back to everything. Um, but, uh, you know, I've, I've gone to Lowe's myself a couple of times, <laughs> um, but I, I'm doing like the outside part of Lowe's, uh, which right, I feel right. like is a little bit safer. Um, I am, I do have an appointment to get my haircut next weekend, um, which is, uh, sort of the first 
thing that I'm doing that's not related to physical health. I, I have a doctor's appointment today, which is also in person and feels really strange. Uh, and they've asked me four different ways to Sunday if I have coronavirus. So um, we'll see how that goes when I get there. You should say, what is coronavirus? Oh my God. What that <laughs> because I'm, I'm going because I feel like my asthma is not well-maintained. So anytime you talk about shortness of breath, when you right. oh yeah. Yeah, they're they're very concerned about that, which is fair. It's totally. I see fair. a swab in your brain in the future. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm so worried about it. <laughs> just do it, just do it, and then come I back should. and tell me what you thought of it. I thought it was yeah. great fun. I'm just is it, <laughs> totally is it, ter- <laughs> is it terrible that I really don't want to get coronavirus just so I don't have to get the brain swab? <laughs> I think you should no. just not want to get it anyway. <laughs> I agree. But that's like my primary motivation right now. Honestly, um, I think they poked something in my gray matter. I, I've been like on, you know, <laughs> highest, best, you know, fast, furious, doing really good work. <laughs> Maybe they hit the IQ button and turned it on. Don't question it. <laughs> Marcy, where have you been going? Uh, all right. So where... Uh, I'm like, where do I start? So Houston is definitely, I mean, we are, you know, Abbott opened Texas months ago. And so people have become increasingly lax down here. We have predominantly been, you know, within our neighborhood. So here next door and to my boyfriend's house. And that is our primary circle. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we have been we've all gotten haircuts. Now I, it's a salon with one hairdresser and I know him. And, and so there was that, um, but he didn't wear a mask. There was, I've been to a patio restaurant twice. Um, and I had a pedicure once. Same thing. Everybody had, Oh, it was amazing. Yes. My boyfriend's like, let's go get pedicures. I'm like, yes. So, um, I did the research and I found the one that looked like it was taking things most seriously. Mm-hmm. And I felt very comfortable in there. It was a very wide open space. There were maybe a half a dozen people in the entire room. We had a separate back room to ourselves. And, um, so it was just, yes, I, I felt actually more comfortable there than in some other places. I don't go to stores. You know, if yeah. I can avoid entering a store, I will. So I try and do everything curbside. Um, that said, I also have exposure that's unrelated to my own decision-making, um, right? So, you know, my boyfriend has kids, and so I can't control what they've been doing. And their mom took them to Austin for a few days. I imagine they were pretty um, conservative with respect to exposure. My ex-husband took my kids to a water park, which almost killed me. Uh, so, yes. So it's it's this very weird – and now – because Texas has gone back up and our governor has now told everybody to stay, recommended staying home. So he has done nothing to actually close anything down because that would hurt the economy, but he's now telling people to stay home because the numbers are so high that our ICU is almost out. And we were never in this position before. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's fascinating, but you know, all the businesses should stay open. Right. So, but mixed messages. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Marcy, so yes. your husband, when you said that, it, I just, the image of the video of the Dixie chick singing Earl, 
came to mind. Um, you're like <laughs> and he's like Earl. <laughs> it's just well, like, now, that's, that's, now they're just the chicks. They're no longer that's the different right. chicks. That's right. Yes, we can. That's, they can be the chicks too. We'll let them. <laughs> we were here first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so but yeah, but it's it's challenging. My um, my ex husband is actually on a trip right now for work in Mexico and Miami, and so oh. I've made oh. it clear to him that we will be quarantining for two weeks. So it'll be you know over three weeks before he sees the kids again, um, oh. which sucks for everybody. Yeah. 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 Well, I'll say yesterday, the numbers in California were a record high, the highest they've ever been since this hit the world. And here we are, the, the state that, you know, believes in science and trusts Fauci and wears our masks. And the governor has said, um, you know, you must not go out without a mask. In our state, you have to wear a mask or else you're not allowed in anywhere you go. Uh, go sit in your car, basically. Uh, but the numbers are high because we're so densely populated. You know, you can't socially distance. Yeah. It's just impossible. Yeah. It's true for New Jersey too. And it's really interesting, I think, um, to see that, you know, sort of as the fatigue of social distancing and staying in place has set in, there are states where the numbers really have come up and people really are, are tired of these things. But now, you know, in, in, many parts of the country, the numbers are so high. And that's really when it is important to do, um, to do a lot of these things. And, you know, to Katie's point, to make your world a lot smaller. Um, and I know like New Jersey, I think we, we feel a little bit fortunate that it happened to us in the beginning and the numbers were so high and we had to do it in the beginning. We're just hoping that it doesn't come back up. And I know if it does, it's really going to hit the shore pretty hard because that's where everyone is and feeling like they don't need to wear their masks or take it seriously. So um, yeah, it's a big concern for us here. Mask is the new beach cover up. Yeah. You you wouldn't know it if you came here, I'll tell you. Oh, really? (laughs) um, Oh yeah. It was a meme, but I think it was pretty good advice where it said, you know, if you got tested, if you got COVID tomorrow and the contract tra- contact tracer was asking you, you know, who is everyone you've seen in the past 10 days? Would you feel like an asshole? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think I kind so. of let down, let down my guard a little bit. Um, I had drinks with girlfriends outside on Wednesday and it was wonderful. It absolutely filled my tank. Um, but now in the past 48 hours is all the numbers are going up everywhere. I think maybe time for another lockdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I bet you. I um, bet you. I bet you. So, you know, thinking about our smaller circles and, and Marcy, I think we're both in the same place that we don't have complete control over our circles, but um, is anyone bubbling formally uh, that this concept that you kind of create a, a closed ecosystem with some friends or family? Um, Lindsay or Susan, are, are you able to bubble? I'm, I've been thinking about it. I'm not yet, but it is something that I've been thinking about because I am on my own. Um, it's actually something I talked a little bit about with my therapist. And I remember talking to my sister early on because she had a baby right at the beginning of the quarantine. And she said, you know, had we realized how long it was going to go on, we should have planned this a little bit better and put her husband and my other brother-in-law in a place together because both of them are essential workers 
100% have continued to obviously go to their jobs and the rest of us have had to be inside. And it would have helped my poor sister who has three children who are three and under to get a little bit more assistance um, with those children because uh, she's had you know quite a burden with the babies and, and no extra adults at home. Um, and uh, so I think, you know, sometimes I think I should have just quarantined with my sister um, and uh, helped her out with, uh, with the babies. And, you know, also, cause I can do my job from anywhere really. So, um, you know, it's why, something. Why that, can't you do that now, uh, Lindsay, after you get tested or if you end up getting tested and you're. Yeah. I've, and I've thought about that too. Some of the hesitation has been my dogs. Um, she has oh. three dogs and I have two dogs. So um, three children under three and under and five dogs <laughs> is a lot. Um, so I think, but it's that's a, that's a boisterous bubble. It would be boisterous. Um, but you know, it's something, and my dogs are both elderly, uh, so, um, and have their own issues, but, um, it's something that, you know, she and I should probably talk about and look at if we're going to go back to, um, you know, a longer term quarantine, um, especially now that I know that I'm not going to be traveling for the rest of the year. So, um, you know, I, I think the bubbling is a great idea and I know a lot of people have done it and it, I think it's really working effectively in terms of people's mental health, which I think is really important too. Yeah. I would say that your dogs are probably not looking forward to moving in with other people and other dogs. They're probably like, <laughs> we, we love this curmudgeon stay at home, get off my lawn, you younger dogs kind of thing. <laughs> especially my really old guy he hates everyone he's a very crotchety old man sounds like my grandpa <laughs> that's so funny katie that, i have to say every, every time you host the call my husband's like did katie host because he loves your, <laughs> he loves your voice it's like chocolate silk <laughs> oh yeah. Thanks. But go ahead. I'll Hi, be Mom. quiet with my mini <laughs> So what about vacations? Um, you know, I don't know that we had big grand plans, but we usually do something. And our family, we're going to a lake for three days, cabin to ourselves, but it's like 90 minutes away. And that's going to be our big vacation this year, kind of for a change of scenery. Um, so a little vacation. What Same about y'all? Are you going anywhere? Healdsburg. Right, Healdsburg. Yeah. I am toying with the idea, but I am simultaneously very skeptical right now. We did a day trip. Um, so I mentioned we're living in a temporary home for the summer, and the people that were living here have kids, and they, they had a bubble with their neighbors. So when we moved into the home, we ended up in the bubble. So the kids next door and the kids across the street play with each other, which is great for my kids because they now have playmates. Uh, but we, the people next door rented a house in Sargent, which is this, it's about an hour and 15 minutes away from here. It's on the water. There's little canals. It reminds me a little bit of Florida. And basically they just go down and they fish off the dock. And so we went down there for one day and the kids all fished off the dock all day, which they had the best time. So that was a, a nice break and I would love to do that, but I am simultaneously because the numbers in Texas are just getting so out of control. I, nobody was wearing masks down there. I, I had to run to the dollar store for 
I forget, ice, I think, just something really quick mm -hmm. so that we could keep the fish cold. And it was just nobody, nobody cared. It was just very clear. And I don't know that I want to go. And I think that's true of most vacation spots, yeah. um, at least here in Texas. And I don't know that I want to go be in that right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm in New Jersey where we had a lot of cases in the beginning. And I have to say that people think uh, when they go on vacation that somehow coronavirus doesn't touch those places. Um, I've had very well-educated friends say that, um, you know, if, if coronavirus is, is nowhere, it's at the, you know, not at the Jersey shore. And I'm like, well, 8,000 cases, you know, beg to differ. Um, and actually we're over 9,000 now. Um, so I, yeah, I tend to agree with you there. Um, I, I don't go to the beach myself in the summer anyway, because it's too crowded on a nice day. But, um, you know, right now I'm seeing, I drive by the beach and it's fully packed and nobody is wearing a mask. So, um, it's really, yeah, it's, it's tough. And I even like, I'll go out for a walk and nobody's wearing a mask. I'm the only one. And, uh, and that's in a state where we know what's going on. <laughs> so, um, you know, where our numbers have always been high. So it's really, yeah, it's, it's tough. I, I agree with you. I think that's a tough call. Even just our, our 90 minute excursion, you know, Dave and I've been talking like, okay, we'll get our groceries here. Yeah. You know, we'll pack the cooler and they'll be okay for 90 minutes. Um, yeah, it's, then you think, okay, are we going to go to the bathroom? <laughs> the, the strange new stressors of the strange new worlds. Okay. So we're not going anywhere. We're not seeing anyone. Um, within that, that context, thinking about small pleasures and small stressors, um, on, on two angles here. One, I found it fascinating. Researchers have found that small waves of pleasure can actually combat chronic stress and depression. Um, so there's an article here that, that Susan will share in the resources but it recommends building small pleasures in your day to fight stress and depression and to boost your immunity even. So in, hot in tub. this hot tub and your Asiago cheese, cheese, hot tub and Asiago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so predictable. <laughs> totally um, counts. But yeah. What are the, what are the little things giving you pleasure right now? One, we, two, we are these new or old favorites? And then three, do you have a disciplined approach where it's like, tonight it's hot tub time now or do you just do they just kind of happen pshaw it's hot tub time whenever pshaw. <laughs> so we do a lot of gardening or michael does and i watch and go wow that's so pretty so um that's been happening he hosts his business calls from the garden like while he's watering things digging holes planting things now they don't know that um on days when the weather's not so great he hosts his business calls while playing legend of zelda um, which is an ancient game that none of yeah. you probably really you remember that? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's yep. so funny. It's horrible. I can't wait till it's over. But you know, whatever. Everybody has their thing. So mine is Asiago cheese, as y'all know. Mm -hmm. And there's no, you know, I don't block off calendar time and that says, you know, time to eat some Asiago cheese. <laughs> it's Asiago time. <laughs> Asiago time. But I do enjoy Asiago cheese, Chardonnay, and wheat thins in the hot tub when I can. Are you podcasting from the hot tub right now, Susan? Is that what yes. you're talking about? 
Yes. No. Yeah. No camera. Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, but I will be in that hot tub later today and maybe this weekend. It's something we did you? as an indulgence, but um, yeah. we didn't realize how long we would be in shelter in place. So we thought, oh my God, this has been two months. We have to get a hot tub. And now we're so used to, it's like Stockholm syndrome. We're like, oh, we're so used to this shelter in place. We're, gonna, we're loving the shelter in place now. I'm afraid to ever leave. We went to Home Depot, which is outside of our normal, like we usually go to Lowe's. You, you cheated on Lowe's? I know. Don't tell them. You know what? It was, a, it was a recognizance mission. We were just going to see if we were. Uh. You know how much better Lowe's is, and Lowe's, if you're listening, you're much better. Okay, so we go into Home Depot, and I was actually depressed, y'all, because you can't see if people are smiling, if they're happy, or if they're sad, because everybody's got their mask on, and it's so crowded. There's no way to socially distance in these stores. So we got in, we got out, and I was just like, I think I've become used to staying in my. It's almost like prisoners who want to stay in prison because they don't know how to handle the outside world. That's me now. Yeah. Every yeah. prisoner is going, not exactly, not exactly. Yeah. With your hot tub. Yeah. yeah. We have no hot tubs in jail. Not quite the same. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Check the white privilege right there. Yeah. All right. It's, All the prisoners it's, listening to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, Marcy, you've managed a move and a massive technology failure in the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> What are, oh, what are some little things getting you through the days? You know, it's, I feel like when this first started, the little things were enough. And lately, I'm not so sure. So did a lot of jigsaw puzzles, played games. I know you talked about this. I think I missed the episode where we had the discussion about how people aren't really reading books, but they're being distracted. I was thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Somebody mentioned it during a call with a client yesterday. And I thought, I think it comes down to people's motivation, right? So we're always looking for purpose mm -hmm. and a book is pleasure, but doesn't necessarily give us purpose in the same way that a game does or a puzzle does because there's an end, end goal, right? So that was working for quite some time. And I think now it's drizzled down to cooking and that's really, you know, and I get pleasure out of, you know, my client projects and I get pleasure out of kind of thinking through, you know, what my home is going to look like, but all of those things also bring stress too. So I, I'm not sure I have enough small pleasures in my life right now. It sounds horrible. Yesterday, after I left my laptop out in the storm, I, I did take the day off and we binge watched Star Wars movies, which was fabulous. <laughs> You're such a cool mom. That's all a good decision. I think that, that was important. It was, there was a sign from the universe. We had, I'm saying it, I told you a friend's home. So we had a leak into the living room. So the oh, plumber wow. was here yesterday. I had, you know, it was just all of these things kind of toppling on at once. And I'm like, this is a sign from the universe that I need the day off today. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Mars, <laughs> your life is like a sitcom. It's, it is, it is entertaining. It, you know, I don't know. You remember that movie, The Money Pit? Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> scene where Tom Hanks is standing at the top of the hole and he's just like, oh, <laughs> like that was me yesterday. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. 
Well, I'm getting it through it, but I am very fortunate. My brother and his girlfriend, who is a first grade teacher, are coming over tonight, and they are watching the kids for the evening, so oh, I can nice. have a date night. Oh, great! Nice. Fantastic. Where are you That's, going? Yeah. Uh, so the old married I'm, lady, I'm, I'm lady going, living vicariously through you. I'm going two blocks away, where I will make dinner <laughs> nice. in somebody else's home. Yes, with somebody else. <laughs> so yeah. That's what we do. We, we, and we have a drink book. So we're going through and finding some new fun drinks to make. And yes. Nice. Oh, that is so sweet. So may I make a drink recommendation? Sure. I've, I've never seen one since, and I can't find a bar who knows to make it, but I was on a flight one day and the, and I happened to be in first class. No, I didn't buy the ticket, but it was purchased for me. And the flight attendant up front started making me these drinks. And I'll tell you, it was a, beautifully long flight and I had several of these drinks um and the flight attendant became beautiful by the end of the flight he was wonderful he made these drinks called I think he called them vampiros I don't know it's like vampires so uh vampiros is a I don't know what's in it I don't know I mean I was just trusting this guy he was just crying me without alcohol Maybe he made it up, Susan. I don't know. With that name, you wonder if there's like blood of goats in it. I don't know. Right. <laughs> well, I don't think they carry blood of goats on United Airlines, but he was a very, <laughs> he was a very friendly um, uh, steward is what we used to call him, but now it's flight attendant. And um, he plied me with these things free of charge, of course. And by the time I stumbled off the plane, I can't even tell you where I was going, but it was a long <laughs> flight. And um, I cannot, I don't know where to find the recipe. I mean, I guess I could Google it and do my best, you know, Cuban or Spanish or whatever Vampiros is. It's Mexican. I got Mexican. it. I got it here. It is, it is oh. Vampiros Mexicanos. Yes. There you go. With the accent <laughs> all. You go, girl. <laughs> That's my it's, girl. Uh, tequila. Sangrita, which is a Mexican Bloody Mary mix with orange and lime, citrus-flavored wow. soda, a lime juice, a little chili powder, and some chili lime seasoning. Ooh, Ooh, sounds spicy. Wow. <laughs> it was amazing. Look, your friend here, she can do some vampiros, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know how they say the, the, the cushion of your seat can serve as a flotation device? Trust me, I've seen it down there. I fell out of my chair. I had so many of those. You should try making that. No goat's blood. No, no goat's blood. <laughs> it was awesome. Send me that recipe if you wouldn't mind. Um, of course. We can, we can include it in, it in the, the notes. Resources, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's so funny. We used to give numbers for therapists. Now we're like, drink up. <laughs> also call a therapist but <laughs> agree agree Lindsay, agree agree um yeah so Lindsay, that's what about fun. you what about you um katie oh for me um yeah i'm finding i go through waves so i'm i'm back to the small things and uh so like every night i have been doing my paint by number which um nice. is good I tend to get a little obsessive compulsive about things because I do have OCD. So it can be hard to make myself go to bed on time if I get really <laughs> into my paint by number. That, that's the same reason I'm not allowed to do puzzles is because I will do them until I finish them. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so, You're not alone. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad that there are no puzzles in my house. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm doing. I am. I have started to read again, um, which has been really good. Um, and I'm trying to stay off the internet more, which is helping me a lot. Um, so doing more reading. Um, I'm also doing a lot of gardening, and that's brought me a lot of joy too. So um, for me, like the little things have been uh, have been a lot better lately. But I think I have to be intentional about them, and. Um, I think you, you talked a little bit before Katie about having a schedule, but being loose about it. And for me, that is the case. Like I find if I give myself a little bit more time in the morning to ease into my day, as opposed to jumping right into my emails and then a little bit more time at night, um, to end my day with some peace and serenity instead of just, you know, trying to do all the things that I need to, to catch up on the day. When I bookend my day like that, things seem to be a little bit more peaceful and joyful. Awesome. It all starts for me with making the bed. Yes. Mm -hmm. Good girl. If the, if the bed is made, it's going to be a good day. Yes. Nice. But otherwise, it's peanut butter getting me through. And I'm fantasizing right now about a Diet Dr. Pepper, and I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, I'm such a cliche, but I'm so into my Instant Pot. That it's like, you know, what's going to be the Instant Pot adventure of the day? So I'm going to make salmon tonight. Oh, nice. That's my favorite dish. With a chili lime sauce. Oh, oh my God. That with vampiros sounds like the perfect right? meal. <laughs> be a good compliment. Y'all, when we can, we should get together. We should fly someplace, not, not where each other lives, but like Canyon Ranch, you know, like the spa. And um, enjoy salmon and vampiros together. And peanut butter. <laughs> if you and must, Asiago. not together. And Asiago <laughs> and we yeah, not all at the time because that would be. Weird. But, I'll yeah. be packing my Asiago. Don't worry. So I know the audience can't see my screen, but I put this up when Lindsay was talking about her paint by numbers because Lindsay and I share that obsessive compulsive trait, and I will continue to work through the night. You'll see me online at four in the morning if I'm not done with the project. Um, but then I have to check my work the next day because who knows what you're doing at four in the morning. True. But this was my, um, I bought all those coloring books with the colors and the, uh, you know, colored pencils to de-stress. You know how they say those, those, um, they're, they're seriously, uh, minute detailed, you know, uh, black and white pictures and you color in. And if you can Right. They're supposed screen, to be therapeutic. Yeah. Yeah. And I've found the answer. They're very therapeutic. Marcy, you can't see your screen, but I know you're on my Facebook page. I can see probably. it. Oh, really? Okay. Well, there you go. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. <laughs> so for people who can't see, it's a, a picture of a, um, a mandala, and it's just a red crayon scribbled across the whole thing, and it says, I have started coloring to manage my stress and anxiety. It works. It really works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. It's very so on the flip side of the simple pleasures, I guess, would be the, the simple annoyances. And have you found yourself getting more irritable or having less patience with little things like a squeaky door or? I have noticed that when my husband eats popcorn, something I never noticed before. <laughs> and I really think, I really, I really think it has to do with the shelter in place. But when he eats popcorn, 
he doesn't put just one piece in his mouth and then close his lips and then chew. He takes a handful and like mashes it in his face and then tries to keep some from falling out of his mouth back into the bowl and makes a ton of noise doing this. So I don't know if it's a skill, a talent or what, but I hate it and it makes me want to kill him. There you go. But that's just a little thing. <laughs> no, I ended up buying noise canceling headphones just because I felt like a jerk. Like I'd be working downstairs and the family would be watching like America's Funniest Home Videos or something. They're not doing anything wrong, but the like, you know, boy, boy, boing. Oh yeah. <laughs> soundtrack. Yes. Like, I, it's never been my, it's never been my favorite thing, but it was just like, I, I've got to kill someone. Say that again. Um, and I, and I don't want to, um, I'm going to kill someone, but I don't, I don't want to be that person. And I don't want to shush them for doing something. You know, Can you come shush my husband? America's funniest videos in your house. I highly endorse. Amazon.com yeah. baby. See, yeah. I've always had these little annoyances. I don't know. If I was going to say the same thing. Marcy. I'm with you. I am so sensitive to noise. My children know it's funny. So, so my kids know if they are on and playing a game, you know, we have headphones everywhere in this house. I'm like, put the headphones on. I don't want to hear it. Just put the headphones on. You yep. can listen to it all you want. Um, so unless they're watching something together, it's, it's headphones. And yeah. I do the same thing. If I'm working and want to listen to music, I'll put headphones in. And I just, I find that so much more peaceful of an environment Yet it's obviously not everybody's thing. I was over at my friend's house the other night and his, we were sitting, he was watching the news and his daughter just turned on something on her phone. And so now we've got both noises. And I was like, I, like, I can't oh, do yeah. this. No, I had I to leave the room. Because <laughs> yep. like, I wanted so there. much to be like, uh, could you please maybe leave the room with your phone or go upstairs or turn the volume down or put on headphones? <laughs> yeah. But I can't listen. I can't <laughs> listen to people eat apples. <laughs> You've got that. It's we were just looking this up the other day because someone brought it up in a in a Zoom call I was in. But it's called mis misophonia. Yes, where you can't listen to people eat. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, Marcy, I'm the same way. Where I'm I'm always sensitive to noise, and the more I think, the more stressed I am, the more sensitive I get. So, um, especially with my dogs when it comes to barking or uh, want, I really can't stand whining. Whining is a big trigger for me. Um, so, and like one of my dogs especially gets very upset with thunderstorms. So if it's going to be raining, I'll turn the TV on downstairs for him. So fortunately he's gotten deafer in his old age, poor guy, oh. um, but it's really helped with the storms. What does so, he like to watch? Uh, anything. Well, what's really funny is when he gets very upset, what he really likes to do is look at himself in the mirror. So the only, it's the only time he does it, but he'll come upstairs to my full length mirror in my bedroom and he'll look at himself in the mirror. He's <laughs> having a little talk with himself saying, Hey guy, how are you? I don't think he knows it's him. I think he thinks it's another <laughs> braver dog that just exists in this place that, you know, where That's braver hilarious. dogs are. I don't know. It's very funny. Um, but, uh, but even like if I'm upstairs and I can hear that constant low grade noise downstairs, it just grates on my nerves and, you know, drives me up a wall. 
So um, yeah, the uh, um, somebody I, I love gave me noise canceling headphones a few years ago and it was the greatest gift I've ever gotten. <laughs> yeah. I think I need to get some beats, right? Beats or uh, bows. Bows are the ones that I have. Well, yeah. When yeah, bows are nice. I think I want to yeah. wire my house with bows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those are the ones you need somebody to give you as a gift. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was like, who's your friend? <laughs> who's your friend? I know. Who loves you so much. I know. I know. That's <laughs> someone who loves you has to give those to you. <laughs> that and a Gucci purse. No, I'm just kidding. I just would never <laughs> spend that kind of money on a purse. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Gucci. I know I'm not hurting your business at all. If they if they want to sponsor you though, feel free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm happy to you know strap my stuff with your purse by my side if you uh, send me one. So, so I think I got you. a two by four from Lowe's last time. For, for their to sponsorship. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they sent me a piece of wood. In addition to you know obviously all of our Lowe's spending, um, have you found yourself? buying any treats, any retail therapy, or as um, a coworker of mine calls it, the, the old cry and buy. <laughs> yes. Guilty. I'm working on not doing that anymore because um, I think I need to be better about saving, but definitely, certainly in the beginning of the quarantine, I was doing much more of that. Um, and some of it too, you know, I was talking to a friend about this the other day, you know, in the effort to boost up some smaller businesses um, and especially like the last few weeks, I've been buying from a lot of black owned businesses um, to, uh, to give them some of my business too, um, and shift where I buy from as well. Um, but I think, you know, that, that I can't just spend all of my money. <laughs> yeah. So um, I need to be a little bit more um, intentional in that way too. But, uh, but yeah, definitely been doing the crime by. Plus there's something <laughs> joyful about, um, you know, packages arriving on your doorstep. Yeah, that's a little <laughs> pleasure. And yeah, I'm, I'm I, seeing I'm seeing that my little indulgences have added up over the past three months. True. <laughs> Plus my UPS guy is incredibly good looking and really <laughs> nice. So I, he doesn't, he's, they've changed his route since the beginning of the coronavirus. So he doesn't always come, but um, I'm what always. What can Brown do for you? I know. I'm always living in hope that he's going to be the one who arrives at my doorstep. So, you know, try to buy as many things that will be delivered by UPS. <laughs> in my younger days, I used to offer um, my guy, um, would you like some sweet tea? You know, like, when I, <laughs> and I said, do you need to go to the restroom? He's like, ma'am, we can't come inside. I was like, oh no, I won't tell, you know. <laughs> Susan. It was terrible. This is before I was married, so just yeah. saying. Well, you know, the, uh, the UPS guy gives us a nice conclusion note, which is, you know, it, we'll share these articles and the resources, but one of this, these great pieces from the CBC talked about, you know, do try to build small pleasures into your day. Do try to stay on that routine. Make the bed. Do the little things. Because if you have a foundation where you're in control of the little stressors, and you have built in some little treats throughout the day, you're in a much better headspace to deal with everything falling apart. Or as a client of mine said this week, you know, we have the pandemic, we have the recession, we have social fabric ripping apart. We really just need a good old fashioned natural disaster. <laughs> Hurricane season is coming. Exactly. Yes, it is. Um, so, you know, this afternoon, I'm going to 
to plan to make salmon in my Instapot. I think Dave made the bed already, which is really delightful of him. Um, and I'm gonna go get that Diet Dr. Pepper wearing my face mask. So everybody be safe and healthy. And I'm so happy to spend some time with you gals. Thank Love you, you lady. Thanks, Katie. Have a good weekend, everybody. So you glad too. to have us all on the call together. It was really fun. All right, yeah. tune in next Friday, folks. We don't know what we'll be talking about, but we'll be talking. <laughs> I don't know I why I think that's so funny. But anyway, see you next time. Bye-bye.